what exactly makes people feel very comfortable spending thousands and thousands of dollars or pounds on online health and fitness programs? This is something that I've been thinking long and hard about over the last couple of months when it comes to what makes people make these buying decisions. And really I've drawn on the experience of the last four years of enrolling online clients and, and being an online coach for the last four years, but also mentoring and coaching and supporting over a thousand health and fitness coaches through paid programs and masterminds and workshops and trainings and the things that I've been doing. Because this is a really important question. Because once you understand this, it's going to allow you to enroll much more clients by actually doing fewer calls or ultimately less work. When you really understand what goes into someone making that decision to say yes, I want to join your program. And that's what we're going to be diving into in this podcast. So let's dive straight into it. Now, these findings, like I said, have come from a lot of experience, a lot of calls, a lot of reflection, and really just trying to identify what are the needle movers when it comes to someone making a decision. Now, before we dive into that, it's worth noting why people don't make a decision to move forward or why people don't buy, because there's actually three reasons. The first reason is they don't think it's a good fit for whatever reason, okay? The second reason is they genuinely can't afford it. They don't have the funds. They don't have the means. They cannot afford to move forward. And then the third one is they don't feel comfortable or they feel like it's too much of a risk. So those are the three reasons why someone wouldn't move forward or doesn't move forward when it comes to enrolling into your program or anyone else's program for that matter. Now, two of those are very hard to change. If someone doesn't think your program is a good fit, there's not really much you can do. Sure, you can offer them something different potentially, but if they don't think it's a good fit, it's not a good fit. And a lot of the time, it's not going to be a good fit because they don't like the way it sounds. It sounds like too much work. It sounds complicated. It sounds like what they've tried in the past. Or they just don't feel like you're the right coach. We need to accept that that's going to happen um, a lot of the time when it comes to what we do and selling our programs. The second thing is they genuinely can't afford it. Some people genuinely can't afford to work with you. Now, if you've got a good pre-qualification process and application process, you should be ruling a lot of these people out well before you get to a call. That's definitely something that you should be implementing. But there's going to be some people that come to a discovery call or a sales call who you think are a good fit, but they genuinely can't afford it. They just don't have the funds to spend thousands of dollars on your coaching program. And there's not really much you can do that other than maybe create a payment plan and split it up into smaller installments or sell them a lower ticket coaching program, a group program, or something less um, financially demanding, okay? So you can actually do things in those scenarios, but a lot of the time, it's not really much you can do to change the outcome. Now, when you're in a situation where people really don't think it's a good fit or they can't afford it or there's something else holding them back, you're often going to hear things like, I need to think about it, I can't afford it right now or I need to check with my partner. And you've probably heard these things many times if you've been on a discovery call or sales call. And often it's not that they can't afford it or they don't think it's a good fit. Often what they're actually saying, and this is really what we can have control over, is they don't feel comfortable with the decision and they feel like it's too much of a risk. And so they may say that they can't afford it, or they may say that they need to think about it and they need to check with their partner, but what they're actually saying is they're not comfortable 
or it's too much of a risk. And this is something that we can change. This is something that we can have an impact on. And I'm going to explain that right now for you. I'm going to break it down because I've thought long and hard about this and how to really affect the outcome. Because a lot of the reasons why coaches struggle to actually enroll people into their programs is not because they've not got a good offer or a good program or good delivery. It's because people don't feel comfortable or they feel like it's too much of a risk. And so there's a solution for that. If you understand that people don't make a decision to move forward because it's too much of a risk, then it's pretty clear that you need to remove that risk or at least reduce the perceived risk. This is how you're going to get more people saying yes to working with you. And so how do we do that? Because this is a good idea, but I'm going to break down like how do we actually do that in practice? What are the actionable things we can do to actually remove the risk or reduce the perceived risk? The first one is creating trust building content. So creating content that actually leads to trust because if you can create trust, you then reduce the perceived risk. Because if someone trusts you, they're going to be more inclined to believe in your offer, to believe in your statements, to believe in what you say you're going to do when it comes to talking about your program. So that starts with content. Now, there's three elements to building trust, building content. And this is what I teach my clients, the three V's. So we've got vision, value, and vulnerability. Now, vision is the vision of working with you. And so that is you talking about your program, it's you talking about results, whether that's case studies, testimonials, before and afters, videos, etc. You need to create that vision of what it's like working with you. The next thing is value. You need to be able to position yourself as an authority. And the way you do that is by sharing value, by sharing infographics, by doing live trainings, by doing podcasts, by doing um, resources or guides and sharing those things with your actual audience. That authority building content demonstrates that you have the ability to solve someone's problem. And most coaches are doing the vision posts and the value posts. Most coaches are sharing results and they're sharing value. It's pretty straightforward to do. But here's the one that most coaches are missing and that's vulnerability. And I'll tell you why this is important and really creates the trust is Everyone's posting value. Everyone's posting results. Those things are very easy to do. The value, that's a lot of the time, a lot of regurgitated content that's been taken from someone else or some other place, and it's been repurposed in your own way. So it's not really that unique. And then the results posts, everyone is posting those posts, but a lot of the time, people are actually copying other people's results posts and posting those posts. I've got a client who people are actually screenshotting his stuff, his client before and afters and actually using them in their emails and their content. And this happens all the time. So you need to appreciate that from a consumer standpoint, that it's very easy to claim you have results, but not actually beginning results. And so you need to appreciate the market sophistication. Your market knows that. And so, yes, you may be sharing results. Yes, you may be posting before and afters, but sometimes your actual audience are questioning, is that even real? And maybe you've thought this about business coaches or consultants or mentors, or maybe you've seen some of my content and gone, is that even real? Especially when I post about some of my clients who have made 500K or a million dollars online. It can be questionable, you know? And so you need to kind of take that into consideration when it comes to your content and building trust building content. 
And this is where the vulnerability piece comes in. When you're vulnerable and you come from a place of vulnerability and you share vulnerability, maybe that's personal struggle, maybe that's depression, maybe that's an accident that you had, maybe that's something that you did wrong, or maybe that's a limiting belief or something that is very personal and is very difficult to share. That's actually showing authenticity and vulnerability that builds that trust with your audience and makes your vision posts and value posts seem and feel more authentic because you're willing to share such personal things. And this is what a lot of coaches are missing when it comes to their content. So if you can add in the vulnerability element and that personal content that is very difficult to share, all your other content is going to become more believable and trustworthy, which ultimately is going to make it easier for you to actually get people saying yes to joining your program because they're going to trust you more. Okay. So that's the first step, trust building content. Now, the next thing when it comes to actually reducing the risk, perceived risk, or removing the risk is what I call a no-brainer offer or risk reversal. Okay, so a no-brainer offer with risk reversal where you essentially make an offer so good that it seems like a no-brainer for someone to say yes. And the way you do this is by really running a discovery call or a sales call in a way where you're serving and not selling and listening and not talking most of the time, where you're really listening to their pain points, their struggles, what they've tried in the past and what hasn't worked and really positioning your offer to address how to remove that pain, that struggle and how it's different to what they've tried in the past and presenting it in a way that seems simple and easy to do. That's number one, the first element of a compelling offer. But what makes a very compelling offer is actually guaranteeing them a specific outcome so they feel like the risk of investing thousands of dollars has actually been removed or is very, very slim. And there's many different ways that you can do this. When I work with my clients one-on-one, -on -one, we actually dive into creating their compelling offer and their guarantees so that when they do get a call, on a call, they feel confident and they know exactly what they need to say to remove that perceived risk and really make people feel very comfortable moving ahead and, and signing up and spending thousands of dollars. But that's ultimately what you need to be doing, creating a compelling offer and creating a guarantee that removes some form of risk. This is what is necessary these days because there's so much competition in the market and coaches out there making offers. This is how you're going to separate yourself from them. And this is so powerful that if you do this correctly, I know a lot of biz coaches and gurus and mentors tell you that you have to sign people up on the call. Sure, of course you do. That's necessary. And I used to think it was necessary and essential. But actually, if you run a very good call and you follow a very specific framework and you make a very compelling offer with guarantees, you could end the call without taking payment and people will still come back to you and painful. I've had this happen with myself and clients on numerous occasions where people have gone away to do specific things and it could seem like a simple objection but because the offer is so good they actually come back and they pay in full afterwards because it's just a no-brainer for them to go ahead and even after the call they reflect on the offer and they were like that is so good i'm coming back and i'm signing up 
And that is the power of really creating a no-brainer offer with risk reversal. And this is definitely something you should be thinking about and building into your process if you want to succeed in 2022 when it comes to making people feel very comfortable signing up to your online coaching programs. So hopefully this was helpful and you got some value from this. To recap, build that trust building content and build in that vulnerability to your vision posts and your value posts and make it much more authentic and then create a no-brainer offer and remove and reduce the the risk when it comes to what you do to help people feel very comfortable signing up with you. Now, if you do want some help on this specifically, if you want some help with really figuring out who you should be speaking to, figuring out how to structure your content, figuring out how to write the right content, how to create the vulnerability and value and vision posts and how to structure your your calls and how to deliver a no-brainer offer and how to deliver a world-class service. What goes into that? What should you be teaching your clients or showing your clients or sharing with your clients when it comes to getting them results and feeling really good about charging thousands of pounds or dollars when it comes to online coaching and you want some very specific help with that? Connect with me on either LinkedIn or Facebook and drop me a message. Say, Alex, I'm interested in learning more about how you help coaches and we can have a no pressure conversation about what that looks like. And if we're a great fit, then I'll make you an offer. And if not, I'll refer you to someone else or suggest that you do something else first to make sure that you're at least moving in the right direction and really getting access to the information and knowledge you need to succeed online. So if you want to do that, reach out to me on social media and we'll have a chat.